Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast with myself, Chris and Matthew, aka. Yes, sir. We're back with another podcast. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. No, it hasn't been a minute. Nah, we've been consistent now. I ain't It's been a little bit of a minute. It's been a minute. But we're back. But we ain't alone today. We got a special guest. <laughs> this woman is the first Irish combat sports presenter. She's interviewed some of the biggest names in the combat sports world, such as Eddie Hearn, Gary Cully, Michael Venner Page, Ben Askren, Derek Chisora, Katie Taylor, and none other than the heavyweight champion of the world, Alexander Usyk. She herself is a jiu-jitsu practitioner, our personal favorite presenter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got the beautiful, the excellent, the wonderful Lydia J. Dog. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> How I feel like doing? I need to pay you for that I mean, intro. Like, that was that was yo, slick. <laughs> yo, call me Michael Buffer, man. Be honest, yeah, be Thank but you. Yeah, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm really Thank excited you so to much be for here. Coming here on the podcast, we appreciate it. Um, this means a lot. Well, I did say to you when you messaged yeah, me, I was like, if I funny. say yes, yeah, I yeah. have to. I will commit because I obviously, being in media, I know what it's like. So. Also, I want to give back as well because people have been gracious to me and yes. given me their time. So it's my um, karmic law. I have to give back. So, But I'm, I'm really grateful because obviously I'm, I'm happy that you guys asked me. It means I'm doing something right somewhere. So appreciate it. Thank you. Obviously, you're very... I can't lie, I'm impressed by your career. You're a very decorated, decorated individual. Thank you. Um, so, like, obviously, there's loads of deep questions we can get into. But I just want to ask you, what did you get in your leaving cert? <laughs> what did I get my leaving yeah. cert? Well, would you believe I, I failed my leaving cert the first time I'd done it? For real? I, for real. And then the second time, uh, my mum panicked because I failed yeah, it the first time. Right, yeah. And she sent me to, uh, like, a private college leaving cert thing where you pay a ridiculous amount of money and you basically go at 9am in the morning and you stay until 9pm oh, so shit. you do like all your study work your like your classes your homework is all in that day Damn. and then they like let you wear your own clothes so they kind of make you feel like oh I'm in college but Being it's <laughs> um, and then I, I left halfway through that year and I went back to like a regular school okay. And I think I came out with like 310 maybe or 320. Okay. It's awful. No. It's academically awful. But that's, um, that, that is something that I'm like very vocal about in that when I was in school and it was a long time ago, let me tell you, <laughs> you guys are so young. I'm like, I feel like this old woman sitting here. But um, like at that time, uh, there was this whole like, you know, academia and like what you get in your leaving cert yeah. especially in Ireland is so important for real and like when you are competing against people who are like I'm going to be a vet I'm going to get into engineering I'm going to like you know amazing yeah. and amazing yeah. that you know what you want to do but I was actually in school going oh you know I want to be but a nobody, senior nobody I want knows to... what they want to do no, at uh, especially age. at that age and Possibly. I was like 17 when I done my yeah, leaving cert okay. the first time yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I actually failed yeah. <laughs> and when I then went on to, you know, get like relatively low points, um, the second time around, I did kind of feel like I'm a bit of a loser, like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, should I just get like a regular job, you know, that in nine to five that you just literally don't need any qualifications and you can like work your way up in it. Um, and then I sort of went on a bit of like a, 
adventure you know I was sure. kind of just finding myself and I didn't go to like Bali or anything but like I was you know just hanging out with people like going to like you know spending a lot of time it, with music and people who were creative and then I obviously got into music and that was that. yeah I heard about that for 10 years yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years go back to the whole leaving school. yes um, we are on this podcast that the answer is absolutely ridiculous yes it's absolutely um redundant yeah you might yes. say that yeah. Yeah, yeah all the words it's yeah. <laughs> you even said it yourself like at that age at that young age you're being forced to think about so far into the future about things and like you're so young and immature and it's like why why would they put all this pressure on you to do something mm-hmm. like that and um Obviously, it's definitely worked out in your case, like, but we are a big pusher of, like, link service, like, everything, like, you yeah. still, like, yeah. pursue your dreams, it's mm-hmm. not the end of the world if you don't yeah. get what you want, so, yeah. it's actually good to have a, a living representation of that. Definitely, and, like, I, I, you know, I think education serves a purpose in some ways, if you are going down that academic route then definitely 100% for the most part I know it's a bit of a you know people will say that's a conspiracy theorist theory Lydia but I feel like school in a sense is an indoctrination of Mm. making people conform (laughs) to be a certain way to get used to going um you know, to following a path and to not actually question anything outside of the norma- normal sort of like schedule of what you need to be or should be. Because let's just say in alternate reality, you did well in your first leaving Yeah. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. No. So like, no. that is just prime example. Entertainment and like the whole, like, let's just say like the whole YouTube space, mm-hmm. like there would be no YouTubers if everyone was just like doctors or lawyers or engineers. Yes, or yeah, so, yeah. Like, really, I, I 100% agree with that. that Definitely. forces you down a certain path. It does. And I think at, at that age, like, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, to, to be expected to have an idea of what you want to do for the rest of your life is just irresponsible, I think. It's it's really crazy. And there's a lot of the unnecessary pressure on teens when I feel like, you know, it's more about life experience. It's about getting out and you should be experiencing all different types of, you know, um, employment or jobs or creative spaces or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. because what I have learned in, you know, my years on this planet is that you only learn what you do want by what you know you don't want, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, And I've, I've seen like, I'm 38 at the moment, at the moment, like I'm going to be a different age tomorrow, but, um, you know, to be 38 and to see people that I went to school with, mm-hmm. so many of them um, are not in the same careers that they chosen in school. Yeah. And some of them still are and they're miserable, you know, because they're First not following all, I, I a path. I guess you were 38, by the way, at all. Three, three I'm eights. not going to lie. Yeah, cut that wow. bit out just yeah, in case. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, well, school is dog shit um, if you're being honest like there's no point it's like it's good I mean, I, do you know what yeah we speak about how shit it is but we, we're in the system like I like we're in uni we're, we're running like we're doing it are you both in college or school yeah, college, college okay yeah. what are you doing in college Oh, okay. Two nerds. Grace. Love it. That's amazing. Two cool nerds. Really cool nerds. 
I can't lie, I've got a bad sense of hoodie on. Yeah, <laughs> you're giving the, the game, game the away game, there. Like, the not, game is not the amazing, game. But yeah, it's good to see that you know you, you didn't do amazing leaving, so and you're still doing being successful. And you're doing your thing. So like, thank you. But you mentioned that you were a singer, or you were. Yep, I done music for ten years like in my twenties. Like yeah, yeah. Like? Well, not quite Beyonce. I mean, okay. in my head, yes, I definitely have well, Beyonce you have to moments. Think like that, I think. Um, but yeah, I was in like um, a rock band for ten Whoa. years uh, called Sweet Jane, and Sweet I was Sweet Jane. Sweet Jane. Can yeah. we find them anywhere? Like there, yes, we're at, there is Spotify albums still? on Spotify, and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were assigned to. Um, we signed. We were signed. Yeah, to a few oh, different labels. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like I tour, most of my 20s was spent in the band and like touring wow. the world. And yeah, 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 like doing festivals and gigs. And yeah, it was like a really, really wild time. So wow. yeah, that was like all my 20s. So a whole different um, sphere to yeah. like combat sports. Hey, did you like it? Well, I loved it. I loved it. I, I got into it. Um, well, I, I always love singing and I never really felt like I it was kind of one of those things of like how do you become a singer like yeah. where do you go what do you do and I wasn't all the kind of conventional ways like you know theater or X-Factor. you know x factors but that just wasn't uh in my yeah. wa- wasn't yeah. for me yeah. um so yeah I moved to Dublin and um I just met people like from being out at gigs and stuff and then I met um one of uh uh my bandmates mm-hmm. and he was like can you sing because <laughs> oh, I obviously looked a certain way yeah. and he was like you are like pretty cool yeah, yeah. so he was like can you sing and I said well yeah actually I can and um you know I never actually sang in front of anyone before okay. so I remember the first time we recorded and it was kind of like a little it's called an a-track so it's kind of similar to your like yeah, setup here yeah. and um yeah, so I was like so embarrassed that I had to sing in front of just him. Um, so I got in like my wardrobe in my house and I sat on the floor with like the mic cable came in oh, and wow. I sang. Um, I, I, I sang on our first recording and then that was it. what song was? I, I actually, I think our first single was called Take Me Home and I think it was actually... I think it might have been a version of that. I can't really remember. I think you might as well just sing it now. Honestly. Absolutely not. That's, that's exactly it. That's oh. me. I sing that song. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so that that kind of, we we took off actually quite, um, quite quickly. Yeah. People really, really um, got behind us and, you know, we... Um, everything moved very very quickly because there was very a small amount of there was only one or two other like bands with girls Mm -hmm. fronting them no I was I was the only female but like a female led band yeah 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 so it was kind of like I don't know you might be too young do you know a band called Oasis no oh yeah 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 Yeah, so the music was kind of like Oasis and then the style was sort of like Fleetwood Mac do you know a band called Fleetwood Mac amazing you guys see there we go so it was kind of like Oasis meet Fleetwood Mac but I'd done that for yeah the best part of 10 years and then in true like rock and roll blaze of glory alcohol drugs <laughs> relationships um and it, it it was a quick demise on, on the band so um it definitely was the right time for me to leave and to move on to something else but i do look back on it with fond memories made a lot of mistakes but also made a lot of great memories 
Do you know why there someone said this to me before that like you need to write a book because I've had so many Yeah, you've had different lives like. I literally have like and it's it crazy. seems to be like every 8 years there seems to be like from 20 to 28 and then from 30 to 38 there's like all these sort of like transitional periods and I think it's more that I need to be I love learning mm. and I love being out of my comfort zone and I love like scaling as a human if that makes sense in that I hate getting stagnant I hate knowing what's going to come so I like putting myself in uh, really kind of new situations to learn and to grow and stuff but that's how this career came about in that um, I had left the band and I I was living a very unhealthy lifestyle and um, I kind of got to a point where I was like I either die (laughs) <laughs> or I change okay, and um, I decided to to change but at the time I didn't really know like that I was changing mm. but a friend of mine um, her now fiance was uh, is a judo black belt yeah. and I've told the story loads of times but he was um, we were in a pub one night and I was really drunk and I started wrestling him and uh, you know all my friends are like oh here she goes again you know wrestling on like whatever Um, and he was like look I'm just going to tell you this now you wrestle me every single because I knew he did did judo he was like you wrestle me every single time we're out and you're drunk so you need to start like a martial arts he's like I think you'd be really really good at it and I was like I'd never even like walked into a gym before Mm. and uh, I just said okay cool I'll give it a bash. And then I went to his gym the following week and he'd done like private lessons with me for about six or seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And then he sent me to my jiu-jitsu gym, East Coast Jiu-Jitsu Academy. In, shout out, shout out. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. Uh, in Dunleary. And that that was the start of the changing of my life. Like, mm-hmm. so that moved me into a different lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle, personal growth I went to therapy learned to like process things that are happening in my life and just become a much better person and an adult more importantly um and that led on to here we are now that's beautiful that's amazing (laughs) so like you went from singing yes and then obviously you went into the so when you were in the jiu-jitsu gym is that kind of where you like linked up with different fighters and you were like this is where I'm gonna go I'm gonna start interviewing people type of thing not straight away I didn't what happened was um like obviously true doing jiu-jitsu and going to I started competing as well in you competed I competed as well yeah can I guess what belt you were you can how long have you been doing it so I've been doing jiu-jitsu eight years, eight years, but I've been out for two years with really bad injuries. Okay, eight years. So say like... You have to be a bro. You would think that. Oh I'm not. I'm okay. a four-stripe blue belt. Okay, yeah. Um, but we in in our gym, grading is a very... Fair enough. Serious thing. Yeah, so no, as it should hand be, though, it out, yeah. Hand it yeah, out. As it should be. But, um, yeah, no, I'm a four-stripe blue belt, and uh, I was out for two years with injury, yeah. Um. But that's that's just what happens in jiu-jitsu. You you'll know, also, yeah, you'll see Izzy says he's a blue belt as well. I don't know. So like, you know. Who? Who's this? Israel Adesanya. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He's, yeah. not. <laughs> he's not a blue so, belt. Like, well, see, the thing is know, about nogi, when you do nogi over fair, gi jitsu different, yeah. There's a few sandbaggers in nogi because yeah, they're yeah. training like seven years, but they're white belts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's one of those things where... Um, you know, and I think with, with grading and especially in the gi mm. and especially for me, 
with work it's so difficult to train that's why I'm loving being back in Ireland now that I'm around my gyms and I get to train consistently but when you're on the road it's really really difficult and it's almost it's kind of it's depressing because you're like you want to just have the stability of training and everyone else in your teams are progressing but then you just have to it's just sacrifices and everything, isn't there? And that what was, was the highest them. level of competing you got to? The European Championships, probably. Bad, probably. Um, so I got a bronze medal in the European. crazy outside. It's the wilderness. It does. Yeah. It's like the vibe is right yeah. now. Yeah, and you've got your plants here as well. Yeah, so exactly. It's totally right. Totally my vibe. Fair um, yeah, Europeans. I uh, got a bronze medal at Europeans. And then... Um, British gold, probably British. Hello, what? British champion, okay. champion, like a, a gold okay. um, at British level, um, and then uh, I've won the Irish Open a couple of times and stuff. But she just said that one out like it's casual. Like, won the Irish Open, like, <laughs> like for me, there'll like, be people watching that are like, she's shit. What's she talking about? <laughs> but um, jiu-jitsu was a very like. There's so many. Levels. Is that like grappling? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Graham. Graham. Yeah. Grappling. So like, nogi would be more sort of like um, wrestling, a quicker pace and stuff. And then gi is a lot more technical because you're using the actual kimono to 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 use stuff. So, um, but yeah. So to answer your question, no, I didn't uh, start doing that straight away. (laughs) Um, It was more doing jiu-jitsu, competing, um, falling in love with a way of life and then going to like MMA shows, boxing shows and I can remember being sad at like, I think some little community centre, God, I can't remember now and I've been there so many times, I can't remember the name of the community centre but sitting there and being like, this is wild. There's like 500 people like screaming at this event and nobody really knows about it. Like it's not on social, it's not being like promoted or, you know, and it was kind of like, I felt like sort of fight club a little bit, you know what I mean? Where I was like, (laughs) you know, what exactly is this happening? And then, um, yeah, I, so I had no friends. No, I had friends. <laughs> I, I had no friends. They're violins. Yes. But um, no, I had no friends who were interested in martial arts. So they didn't want to. How do you get people who are not into martial arts to come to like a fight yeah, night with you on a yeah, Saturday yeah, night? Yeah. Especially women as well. Like, you know, girls are just not all but it feels like an underground yeah. yeah you know it's like you want to you want to you want to pay 30 quid and come watch these guys pound the head off each other and it was like no so i started going on my own okay which was really intimidating because obviously going anywhere on your own yeah, is like yeah, intimidating exactly, yeah. but yeah it was a bit it was really weird but basically what i was doing was i was going and uh sitting like close, you know, front row, second row and filming on Snapchat. So I was just doing stuff like the results or like people getting their hands raised and I was putting on Snapchat. And then before I knew it, there was like a whole bunch of people on my Snapchat and people used to say like, are you going to this fight night? Can you send us the results? Blah, blah. So that's kind of, then I set up Instagram and Facebook and, you know, made made loads of mistakes, um, you know, along the way but it was the I 
probably the most proudest thing for me with all of it is that it was all organic and mm. it was all through people, you know, having a demand and getting behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if I had, because I, I've, that's how I started Fight Connect TV. Yeah. And I think that if I had started it now, Nah, <laughs> it wouldn't have been the same. Do you not think? Nah, I think. I think uh, for me, I think it might have been. I don't know. I feel like we're it's such um, an easier landscape yeah, in terms of social. It would have been easier, definitely. But I think because you had it early, it's better. It's not yeah. that it's crazy. It's yeah, so crazy. So like, wild. Nobody, especially then, like well, who was on social? Really? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, I'm very I, curious. Like who was like? How was it getting shared around? Like were people like? Reposting your story, or like, oh. no, people were just following me. So I think there was some, you know, I, I it's, this is literally like ten years ago. So Snapchat has changed since then, but yeah, it yeah. used to tell you who was like the amount of followers that you had on your profile. I think it might be gone now, or maybe it's still there. But then they changed Snapchat a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys can remember, but they changed the format or something. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it was. And then loads of people kind of dropped off and went yeah, to Instagram and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But I remember at one stage there was like nearly like 30 or 40,000 people on my Snapchat. It was really, really wild. Like, um, and then, yeah, so it was just, I think Snapchat was like, I think people really got behind it because it was private. You know, it's not public so they can follow you and like whatever, you know. But, I feel like it's such a weird way to blow up because it's like, I remember when I first got on Snapchat, it was always like, the only people I'm ever going to see in my stories are like people that I follow or my friends or something yes. like that. Yeah. So it's never really pushed to like a general audience. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just kind of, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. And now even like, you know, with social and all the different platforms, like um, I sort of recognize the different audience of each medium yeah. do you know what I mean so there's yeah. like a different audience for Instagram there's a different audience for Facebook mm-hmm. um and yeah so that's like through that then you know growing the channel I now you know I I, I kind of dabble in freelance work when I'm not doing presenting and stuff mm-hmm. and it could be social it could be brand it could be stuff like that just to get like money coming in yeah. and that's all my my knowledge of that and being able to do that is all through literally doing it myself for eight years with my own company and learning the mistakes and learning the trends and all that kind of stuff so it's crazy well like in or snapchat that's impressive to have started from snapchat because like that did start as a way to share nudes at the start that's, that's why nudes yeah that's why it started snapchat yeah you don't know that <laughs> okay i did not know because that and i can the, please the sl- there was no nudes no yeah i can, I can assume not but this, that's why the snaps go that like five seconds because you know can't save like, them. Literally, is. Well, I never. Yeah. No way. Yeah. See, for the older generation, that's yeah. not the case. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, but that's why it was. That's why it started. So, yeah, um, that's gas. No, 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 no. Never. Now, I have to say, there are moments where I have received well, inappropriate. Yeah, that's, that, that'll happen. You know, yeah. but it's not. It's not exclusive to Snapchat. Okay. Unfortunately, these people frequent yeah. all. Social media, <laughs> lovely, lovely, yeah. yeah. Um, so you started with Fight Connect TV, yeah. That was like your thing that you started, yeah. That was that the first thing you were doing, pretty much. The, the very, very first thing that I done was there used to be a European MMA promotion okay. called Bama, 
which is now Bellator, Bellator, Bellator Europe. Okay. Um, and I'd done their social media for them for uh, three shows, I think it was, when they were when in. you ran their account or you were like there presenting? No, I just, oh God, I was totally uh, in the background just doing some social and I was doing stuff like... Um, you know, Fight Week would assist on getting the fighters to like their hotel and just basically being a runaround essentially. But it was the best time because you got, I got to see Fight Weeks and I got to experience, you know, what was kind of going on behind the scenes and how stuff worked. And that was really what sparked my, you know, there is a gap in the market. What was happening was there was one or two, online social outlets that were doing like post-fight interviews or coverage of events and shows yeah. everything was like really technical and it was really like you know um if you didn't do the martial art if you didn't do mma or you didn't box or you didn't do jiu-jitsu yeah. it was really difficult to understand yeah. it was really stagnant and it was like god this is so fucking boring yeah. so i was like there's a gap in the market for like an entertainment factor yeah. like to what i wanted was for someone to watch me do an interview with someone and go she really knows exactly what she's talking about yeah. um because we see so often not just women, but moreover is that people are hired to do interviews or presenting jobs and they're hired on, you know, um, social media following or because they look mm. a certain way um, or because it's good for that person's brand or whatever it might be. And they don't actually care about what they're interviewing the person for. And it just, it transcends through the camera and it's just really... Depressing. Fake. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, really inauthentic and stuff. So There was a point there, um, well, it was just for one show, I think, but Addison Rae was doing a, a, a UFC show. Who was? Addison Rae. Uh, who is Addison Rae? She's a TikToker. TikToker. Okay, great. Yeah, she, she knows nothing <laughs> about Is she really Rae. famous? Extremely famous. Okay. Well, maybe not that Obviously famous. Obviously not that famous. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she was like doing or like presenting a UFC show and she got like slayed up like like crazy which not fair enough but also yeah. like you don't know what you're talking about at the same yeah. time so it's not well it's similar to um, Maya Jama uh, oh, with yeah. Dazone. Um now I love Maya Jama yeah you not know that she, she did she, she was presenting on Dazone when, when it was kind of around as we were sort of leaving the pandemic and outdoor shows were kind of starting Matchroom had Obviously, we're our matchroom designer work together, um, and they had hired her to do like you know presenting links yeah. and different stuff. Um, I've never met her, no, but I it's weird. I feel like I know that woman. <laughs> we actually share a birthday. We, we're wow. both August fourteenth. She's crazy. ten years younger than me, so okay. you know that's yeah. that's that. Um, but yeah, she was. Um, she got a really really bad time online, and I fa- did feel very bad for her I'm sure she's like rolling in her millions and like I actually don't care <laughs> but it, it and, and she is so fantastic at what she does her yeah. spirit her energy yeah, her like great, yeah. she and she's absolutely yeah. stunning as well yeah, yeah. um I love <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah she got such a hard time because she she didn't know the ins and outs yeah. of boxing and she sure. didn't know the relationships the stories behind fires yeah, yeah. and you know you can't fake that and you can't be hired to you have to have a genuine interest in it it's kind of one of the few sports in the world where you genuinely have to know what you're talking about and for it to make sense so um yeah so basically i i had 
that was what I wanted, that somebody would look and see that I'm authentic, that I really do care for the person I'm interviewing and about the sport and telling their story and all those different great things. And that that person could be sitting with a partner or a family member or a friend who's not into the sport and they can enjoy the interview as well or they can enjoy the piece of what they're watching and be like, oh, actually, this is really, really fun. So I I hope and I think that's what I managed to portray. I think because from what I'm not the biggest, like, martial fighting sports fan. Not yet, Matthew. <laughs> Get you there. I, Christian is getting me there. I, am, yeah. I mean, I started I started this podcast, I knew nothing about fights. I didn't know who Israel Misani was, yeah. but yeah, Christian put me on. But, um, <laughs> just from a lot of the things that we've talked about in this podcast, it looks like uh, just the martial art, art, like the martial art fighting sports world is very, like... Um, this is our club. Yeah, they do. They are like that. And that's, I feel like that's why when somebody like Addison Ray or Maya Jama comes on, they're like, she's not one of us. Attack her straight away. Yeah. Like, do, you not feel, do you not feel like that could be a tiny bit tough? Like, do you feel like that the audience is very toxic? Do you, do you get that feeling of I see, I, I hear you. I see where you're coming from. And... Yes, I do agree that there is a very toxic space. Mm-hmm. Um, like even with just just the influencer boxing, you know, where like YouTubers are fighting. Them, yeah, they a lot of the diehard boxing fans would be like that they're not one of us. They're yeah doing fake boxing. This is not what we. This is not what we promote. We don't like this stuff. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. They like they're very. Um, See, martial art, MMA fans, now boxing fans, stereotypically, not all, of course, um, also have a problem with MMA fans because they they don't think MMA is. So everyone has a problem with everyone, you know? So it's like, everyone's just like, where where are the purists here? I think with the YouTube boxing, like, I get asked (laughs) so much and I'm like, you know, don't do myself out of a job in case it comes my way, you know, but uh, with YouTube boxing, you know, my opinion on it is. Talk your shit. Tell tell the world. Tell the world. Okay. This doesn't go out, right? This is between us. Um, I think my opinion on it is that I would never deny anybody making paper. Mm. You know, you do you. If you can, make it and you're doing it for the right reasons and you know you're pure of heart in it then get what you deserve Mm. i also see on the other side the critique and the criticism of it professional boxers you you have to understand the kind of legacy of boxing Mm. and you also have to understand the struggle of fighters and you know Unfortunately, the glamorization, even these guys that you see on matchroom shows or BT shows or top rank, like they're, people think that they're, you know, millionaires. They're absolutely not. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're, the money, especially UFC fighters, what it's like, what you, for your <sighs> first fight, t- it's like really. 10 and 10. Yeah, yeah. So it's like 10 grand to fight, 10 grand to win yeah. dollars. Then you have to pay taxes. Then you, you have to pay, pay your coaches. camp. Then you have to pay coach. Then you have to pay all these different yeah. things. So it's not as glamorous as people make out. Yeah. So I think for fighters, they have a little bit of, um, you know, there's a bit of bitterness there because these YouTubers are basically going, oh, I've got an amazing brand and I've got a great following. So I'm going to do what you're doing. And as the fights will tell, they can't fight. Yeah. You, ca- you can't, like, I will, you will not, 
you know, Jake Paul can't fight, well, you know? Okay. At all, you think? He, he's, he is... A, okay, wait, wait, hold on. He is a, he is a, he is a good level amateur. He's a good level amateur. Okay he, he, there is no way that you look at Jake Paul and you go, this is a skilled fighter. I think... This is a world champion no, contender. Gonna, of course you're not going to... You could never say he's a world no. champion contender. Not at all. But I think you can look at him and say... He's got some sort of... Yeah, it, but I can also go to any gym in this country and I can say enough. the same thing about... That doesn't mean you can't say it about Jake, though. Jake Paul... Well, young Christian, I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Are you? Do you know what it is? I used to not like him at all. And yeah. you, I, no, I, I, I like him. I like his character. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, fair enough. I think he's Just fantastic think he and smart as hell. Right. And like... Him and Logan, how they have created, and KSI as well, how yeah. they have created this world is mm. like, you know, they they literally should be studied yeah. on how they've done it because they're absolutely incredible about it. But no, I can't sit here as someone who's worked in combat sports for nearly a decade and say that um, legitimately that I think that Jake Paul is a good fighter. A good fighter is a subjective word. Yes, like what's a good fighter? Precisely. What's a, what separates what, a fighter, a good fighter, an average fighter, a great fighter? Jake, knocking out Tyrone Woodley though. Like Tyrone Woodley, I'm not, he's not like, when they fought, he wasn't at his best, he wasn't amazing. But Jake Paul started three years ago at that point as well. Yeah. When Jake Paul, when Tyrone Woodley was the UFC middle, or welterweight champion of the world, Jake Paul was on Disney Channel. Yes. Okay, I hear you. I, I hear I'm you. I'm not saying he's there's a no, great. There's, listen, and there's no such thing as a lucky shot. People say in boxing, <laughs> it's a lucky shot, a lucky shot. There's That's no such thing as a lucky happen. shot in in boxing, yeah. in combat sports. Yeah. It's all about, you know, the time and precision, yeah. the, you know, all the different th- things. What I will say is that I felt that Tyrone Woodley was completely complacent in that fight and didn't, Possibly, didn't feel, there, didn't, you know, basically Okay, just, but con- convincingly beating Anderson Silva, the, one of the greatest MMA strikers on the world. Anderson Silva, who is almost 50. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, almost was, 50, and I'm sure it was said, well, an extra 50 Gs going in your back pocket. <laughs> <if> you... <laughs> okay, maybe he was almost 50, but he was still competing at that point. He still, yeah. He, he still, he beat Julio Chavez Jr. just a, a year before that. I, I think to put all the naysayers, well, look... Let me just say, like, it wasn't by a landslide, no, but that, but that, but it wasn't by a landslide, and that put, puts questions on Tommy Fury's Facts. ability as well. Yeah, I never find um, I don't think he's world championship level, but no, and I don't, I don't think that. I don't think that, you know, people would agree, with, or pe- a lot of people would agree with you there that uh, Tommy is not a world champion contender no, either. Not at all. He definitely is, in my opinion, should be a lot more respected than Jake in one capacity because he's dedicated his 100%. life to and fighting and obviously band. they went on Love Island. Yeah, yeah. But we don't begrudge people opportunities not, yeah. and it was he was meant to do that because now he's found his wife That's and he's a baby and it's all of part course, of his life 100%. purpose. But he didn't beat Jake Paul. I think a pro boxer should have destroyed Jake Paul. Well. <laughs> but he didn't. He just I think the him, only yeah. way to like put the Jake Paul argument to bed is to actually put him in there against someone who is his same weight class and who actually is at elite world level. Okay. 
But he's not though. Jake is an elite world level. I think he's skilled though. I think he does have he, skill. In this yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah he can't. He can. Jake's not gonna beat Canelo. That's Jake's not no. anywhere near that level. That's facts. And yeah. He's obviously gonna say he is, and that's fine. But I think he has skill. And I think he's definitely like a good, okay boxer. At least. I can agree with you there. Yeah. That's I can right. agree with you there. I love how Christian has gotten extremely passionate about no, <laughs> Jake Paul. But I, I do, like, I'm not, I won't sit here and say, you know, that, oh, I wish, he, you know, he doesn't deserve this and doesn't yeah. deserve that. He definitely does. He's yeah. completely smart. He's absolutely cornered a particular style of market. And there is an argument there for, you know, the argument against actual professional boxers who spend their weeks week in, week out at the gym, mm. training, owning their craft, and they don't know how to market themselves. Mm. They put all their faith and their trust into management, into promotional yeah. um, bodies. And it's totally wrong because they're not in control of their brands, their yeah. own PR, their own narrative. Um, and it's really, really difficult for them. So I think that instead, what, what, professional boxing needs to learn from YouTube boxing is how these guys have all managed to um, market themselves and to get into that uh, position and build up followers and all that stuff and to recognize the value of it. Um, but it, it is for me very disheartening to think that a professional boxer who has like maybe a British title, a European, yeah. a common title is on an eighth of what yeah. these YouTube boxers are making. Tough, yeah. But the game's the game. The game is the game. Yeah. The game is the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that perspective before. It's always just like, yeah, the, the traditional boxing fans are hitting on the YouTube boxers. Yeah. I think, I think that's a very fair point. I, I also think that there is a danger in it, Definitely. in YouTube boxing, in, in that, you know, I've seen, who's the porn star? Um, that's few of them. Is, oh, is there? There's a blonde. She's Brooke, maybe. Maybe L. One of them was. Two of them were fighting. I I I apologize if anyone that knows them is watching or yeah. loves them. Um, but I can't remember their names. But <laughs> they will be after this. Trust me. Someone will pick it up. Um, but um, you know, even just stuff like they were fighting and stuff like they were you know, protect yourself at all times was absolutely like non, yeah, not there, yeah, chin exist. in the air, yeah. just swinging digs, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and it just, it doesn't look good. It just, especially for women in the sport, like yeah. women's boxing, you know, to the point where it wasn't too long ago where women were not allowed to box legally, you know, so stuff like that, I kind of go, I understand that it's like all about progression and getting people, you know, if pe if kids look at YouTube boxing and then they go, oh my God, I love these girls yeah. boxing. I'd like to do that. Oh, I wonder who else boxes. And then they find Casey Taylor, mm -hmm. like amazing. And that's all incredible. But there is something to be said about the art of boxing. And th that's why boxing purists are so protective of boxing mm -hmm. is that not everybody can do it. And to have heart and to fight like a fighter is, you know, that takes a lot of character from a particular type of person and not everyone is built for that. That's true. Fair enough. So. But Jake Paul is still better than Tony Fury. Jake Paul is cool. <laughs> I think if they rematch, it'll be, close, it'll be a close one again. But Jake Paul is huge though. Have you yeah. ever met him in real life? No. He's have huge. You? Yeah, he's huge. Oh, you, you met him in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And KSI. Oh. Um, there's... 
the K- KSI is lovely. Oh. They're all they're they're just yeah they're they're just really nice they're cool but they're all celebrities though do you know what I mean like do you think KSI is good? You can be honest. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Actually, do you know who probably of all that group that I'm most hopeful for that will do something is Vidal Riley. Oh yeah, but so Vidal is yeah he's not he's not he's not but he is but he's not as yeah. in profile wise and kind of yeah yeah yeah. Brand wise, yeah. he's sort of in that sphere of those yeah, people. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So I think a lot of people look at him and go like, oh, he's just another one of those YouTubers, yeah. but he's actually not. He's, he's not, legit. Yeah, not. Um, and he's a really nice guy and he's, the whole package is there. You know, I, so. He's ranked below Tommy Fury right now. Yes. Yeah. I've seen, the, I know the last couple of weeks there's been like some yeah, stuff where some he's like called out. Like he would end him very quickly, I believe. Um, there's no question about it. Yeah, see, so you can say stuff like this. I still work in the industry, do, so yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to get there, though. I'm just know? trying to think about who I'm going to meet the next time I go to work. <laughs> but like, I'm like, bad enough that like you have me on this YouTube boxing thing. I'm like, Eesh. He's just so much quicker and better in almost all aspects of the sport than Tommy Fury is. Yeah, yeah. And he's a, ranked above him. Obviously well, just the rankings, the, rankings can yeah, be, true, you know, yeah, there's some people in the rankings that are, you know, top 10 or top yeah, five. And you're yeah. like, how the hell have they managed to swing their way in there? But um, time will tell, you know. Fair enough. Time will tell. Uh, well, you mentioned Katie Taylor. Yeah. There's only two fights on, on that I've ever watched that have actually made me emotional. Yeah. It's Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano. Yep. And Molly McCann versus, I don't remember who it was, but when she had the spinning yep. elbow. That, that was yeah. beautiful. First of all, who do you think won that first fight between Katie Taylor and Serrano? Katie Taylor. Mm-hmm. So I loved, I was watching it and I wanted both, like I, I didn't, I love both fighters because yeah. Serrano is actually under Jake Paul. Yeah. That's not why I loved it. But yeah. She, Your bias is going to have no, you no. in a lot of trouble, you no, know let that. Me, let me, let me, let me, let me land though. So she's, um, <laughs> Amanda Serrano is really like, she, her story is like quite nice. But then. Amazing story. Katie Taylor as well story. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, Amanda Serrano is a phenomenal course, fighter. Yeah. I think she won. And a legitimate, legitimate <laughs> champion. Yeah, I think she won that She, fight. she didn't. If you actually, <laughs> if you, if you actually like slow it all down and go round to round, minute to minute. Yeah, she won though. She, it was a, t- it was a close fight, but she definitely and then did that's not That's why win. I'm kind of upset that I'm not running the back straight away. Obviously she's injured. I think yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Are you going to be at that? Right, Taylor and Chantal Cameron. Yeah, I hope to be there. And I, I or watch. No, I won't. Be. I, I, uh, Matthew and Jason will have their own. Unless Eddie Hearn wants to hire me, I did message Eddie actually. Oh, sorry, Eddie. <laughs> I did. I did message Eddie a couple of weeks ago. I was like, eh, "What's happening?" What, what do you say? He just left me on scene. Nice, nice. We love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, but yeah. I think I did. I'm not gonna. I think Serrano won the fight, but it's not really important. Wait, uh, I'm getting on to you about your bias, but mm. it is inherently built into me that if I was Katie, to even doubt yeah. Katie Taylor's capability, she's amazing. Though, I would course. burn so, on the stake. Yeah, she's obviously a, an amazing fighter. Great, amazing. Yeah. And I remember I was watching, and like I, they obviously they tell the story like before all of her fights, they tell the story. She had to pretend to be a boy to fight. Yeah, all of that, and it's yeah. just like wow. It's like she's here doing this at the biggest stage. Yeah. I think that was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's like, wow, but she lost, <laughs> in my opinion. And it's okay, though. In your opinion. It's fine, though, because they're going to run it back. I. Although I don't know if they will get a chance to run it back. That would be very upsetting. I actually feel that should Casey win in May, that that will be her retirement fight. 
Oh shit. I think I think now I don't have any insider thing. information and knowing Casey Low key. Yeah, she, kind of like, she, <laughs> are you sure you don't know something like that? <laughs> just covering my tracks here. Um, but knowing Katie, I'm sure she'd be like, you know, I'm nowhere ready to 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 go. But it would be what a perfect high to go out on mm-hmm. as like the the you know no, 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 no. I'm not not close to her. Um, you have interviewed her though. I have interviewed her and she's so gracious that when I do see her and she sees me, she kind of makes makes her way to me you know like the last time I interviewed her manager Brian understandably was like no press no press she just wants to do like the main TV people and then she was out all us independents were like please and then she saw me and she just went yep come on let's go Wow. so yeah she's pretty solid but I know her dad quite well Um, her coach though no, no, no. They they parted ways a couple of years ago. With, uh, her coach is called Ross now. Okay. He's based in the states. Um, but Chantelle, I, I do. Um, I I know very well. Um, I hope it's good for her. Yeah, she she's a she's a a really really good girl. Yeah, she's of one of the the more solid female. Even look at weight classes. Amanda is like a lower weight yeah, class yeah, than both yeah, of them. Yeah, of course, do you know. I, and then she came into Katie and beer. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's impressive. <laughs> I think Christian's having so much fun cause Yeah, because like, I don't yeah, ever yeah, get this What star sign are you? <laughs> well, I don't know I, I was When's your birthday? At the end of September, the 30th Oh, you're a Scorpio what is that? What Scorpio's that tail That's where the little, little anger little... No, because I don't have no many, Not many people People, everyone that I know watches fights now Because it's just it's a, No, you're a Libra, sorry Am I? You're meant to be very balanced What's wrong with you? I don't know At your, at your <laughs> astrological sign, for God's sake The, the sun the was, sky, yeah It made you not like that I can't believe it, I'm sorry When's your birthday, uh, Matthew? Um, 26th of January It's January, January um, You're a Pisces No oh. Aquarius? Aquarius. What does that mean, okay. though? <laughs> does that make sense? It, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, very. How does that explain? <laughs> yeah, but like just very reserved over there in the corner. I'm just very like, reserved, but you don't understand. I don't. There's not many people I know who know that much about fighting, especially not on your level. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It doesn't okay. happen that that often, so I'm very happy. I, I can I can do this with you a little bit better off camera, where okay, I'm not yeah. at risk of like ruining yeah, my we'll own just, career. We'll just, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's great. But, I mean, I, I know I want to give you the views and yeah, everything, yeah. but you know, not it's a, not a big good fight, unless you're going to start paying my rent. Then absolutely not. <laughs> it's going to be a good fight, of course. Um, yeah, I just think you know. You know what I think. Well, listen, here's the beautiful thing about boxing and all martial arts is that we just don't know. And it will come (laughs) come down to who is the better fighter on the nice. You you know, there was a a fight there that like I was really thinking about who would win. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was Floyd Mayweather versus Deji. Yes. I was really thinking who will win that fight. I just you, no The idea. fact that you have <laughs> even questioned whether the So sometimes greatest you just don't you know you never know fighter known you know, to this you never earth. know. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather yeah. is How do you feel about it? Hands down the greatest fighter that boxing has ever I agree. witnessed. I do not like him though. <clears throat> And I do not No, think, nobody nobody likes you know, his I persona. Actually, no, no. I think he's cool. I just think what he's doing now, like I think yeah, everything everything he is is a character, of course, but what he's doing now is not like amazing. No, the the narrative of like 
To be fair, get money, get bitches eye, is like. so like yeah. fucking the redundant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it works. These people don't have if if having but why that. Is he still fighting though. Because he can. Because he can. He, of course he can. But don't you think he's made his money? He should sit home, retire. Do you think he's poor? No, I think, I think he's. he's <laughs> I think he's the greatest fighter that's ever that we've you know that we've ever witnessed in this sport. That's yes. still agreed. Honestly. Relatively like, active, um, like, but he, he. Why was he fighting someone from Geordie Shore two months ago? And well, the, that's because it, it was sold out it was a late in London. It was a late pullout, and oh, they needed someone you know to. Who was supposed to be there. It was, um, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> who pulled out? I don't even know. So this is. I'm trying to think of the poster. I think I do. can't remember. Someone pulled out. I remember that because that's why. Um, but who's he's not getting money from pay-per-views because no one's really buying them anymore no but he's probably getting, the, the, getting I think movies. isn't it all the promotion is all run by like the Saudi that's what I'm thinking Dubai so and pres- these people have these Saudi princes and kings have <laughs> the resources to be able to fair, pay someone fair, a ridiculous yeah. payback he literally just has to go, it's literally like a high place spar not, probably not even a high place spar for him yeah. he's literally going in there and I mean, if I had his skill, I'd be like, do you know what? Because he knows that those people that he's fighting, mm. somewhere, somewhere in them, they're, they have been built up in that fight camp mm. or they are at home in front of the mirror going, you can do it. You could be, it could be you. You could be the one to finally beat him. Look at Conor mm. McGregor. Conor did, did McGregor. You he, had a shot? he had a shot? No, not at all. Yeah, no, and I'm Conor is like, you know, I back Conor in any fight. Yeah. But that one though. <laughs> there's no way. I mean, he you did well though, to be fair. He did do well. Yeah. You know, he probably did a lot better than people thought he was going to do. Yeah. But you could see it. It, it, it. Mayweather fights the same way as Canelo. Mm. Is that they let you have a certain amount of time mm. to play your game. Mm. And then when, as soon as they decide to up a gear, mm. they, it's no one over. Can back, no one can handle it with them. It's over. The now, them, I, yeah. obviously, Dimitri Bivol just beat That's Canelo. True, yeah. um, um, so, but that enough, that yeah. is, you know, there is an argument there as well. That, that's weight classes and, and different things. But you think Floyd could fight actively in his division with the people in there now um wow i don't think so at all i think any top five person where he in the division he used to be in would not finish him but he wouldn't hang the way he used to see i go when when we're talking like this i go off of like having a conversation with like we'll say ricky hatton okay yeah who, that's your like inspiration, isn't it? Yeah, and do you know what? He's like a friend of me, to wow, mine now. That's amazing. It's absolutely bizarre. Yeah, and do you like, get him on the podcast. Or? Yeah, Ricky. The next time you're in Dublin, <laughs> amazing. Please come on the guys' podcast. <laughs> but uh, so he's oh, Jesus yeah, he Christ, Matthew. Look, this thing, what do you think Ricky about Hatton me? is probably like the most influential British fighter of all time. I would say, uh, multiple time world champion. Um, when he fought Floyd, was that in the UK? No, it was in America. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so his accounts of like, you know, experiencing mm. Floyd Mayweather and then obviously being in the ring with them mm. um, kind of just makes you, when you realize his level mm. and how much of a, like, you he know, incredible. A, like, an incredible fighter. Incredible fighter. Um, but yeah, he, I was, and still am a massive uh, fan of Ricky's because he, I am always enamored by people who um, 
are kind of like the people's champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a reason why massive amounts of people um, follow and support and diehard love uh, certain people in the public eye. Like Molly McCann. Well, 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 like, like Molly, like Molly in particular. And like any time that I've been with Molly and the last time that I actually was with her obviously she was out of camp now she was she yeah. was able to have a few points of Guinness yeah. but we were in Liverpool and I met her and a friend of hers in a pub mm. actually I, I'm lying I was in Liverpool and I was working Katie oh. was fighting okay. and we went to the weigh-ins was and Katie fighting in Liverpool? Katie was fighting in Liverpool oh, yeah um, we went to the weigh-ins and Molly um, I'm like should I tell the story but I actually it's on I the internet should, so yeah. I can't <laughs> Molly is distantly related to Katie through wow. her mom's side. That's crazy. So she was like doing loads of interviews and stuff saying like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm related to Katie. So it's Katie's mom, Bridget, is um, Bridget. related to uh, Molly's side, mom's wow. side of the family. That's a crazy connection. That's so crazy. No, I actually didn't. I, when, she, when she was telling me, I was like, actually, really? And she was like, no, no, really? And I just thought that it was something that she was kind of like fondly saying like I feel like we're you know I just didn't know that there actually was a bloodline there but there is um, so just before Casey came out to weigh in or maybe she did weigh in and Bridget had her tracksuit mm. and gave it to Molly wow so she gave it to Molly and then I just was obviously filming like just doing a little bit on Instagram and then I turned her in the camera and um, it's just Molly hysterically bored and crying. Just be like, I love her, you know. But the 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 video went viral. It got my the Fight Connect TV Instagram shut down oh, shit. because Instagram were like this unusual activity on your account because it literally went viral. Wow. Ariel Helwani picked it up, wow. put it on the M Mayor, but didn't credit Ariel. me for the video. Yo, Ariel, man, what are you doing? What? First rule of media area, you know this more than you know, I exactly. But I actually tweeted him. I was like, "Yo, fuck you!" <laughs> Did he say anything? No, he didn't. Yeah, no, but yeah. uh, um, he'll probably say something. Yeah. Well, yeah, this, yeah. This, we'll this is the send him this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we we ended up then going to uh, an Irish pub, and she was just like so upset. Not joyfully like laughing yeah. and like so excited mm. and just so enamored by Katie. She's like genuinely like Katie is her hero. Mm. Um, That's beautiful. But then it was the first time that I actually like saw her in like all her glory in that she wasn't, it wasn't a fight week. She wasn't like busy with work stuff, but she was talking to everybody and I talk to everybody when I'm out. But Molly McCann literally has time for everybody like absolutely everybody and then out of nowhere we're sitting in this pub and then she was like baba such and such is coming and i was like who she was like i don't know this kid off instagram nice. some kid messed her and was like i'm your i'm a really big fan of yours i'm in liverpool like i'd love to meet you and she like messed him the the, the pub that we were wow. in so he came in she was like come on have a pint of guinness wow. and you know it was like obviously he was over, he's over the limit have time for this podcast <laughs> well i will ask her i will ask her because why not I, I don't know when she's in Dublin again, but you never know. You know what? We'll go to things. her. We'll go to Liverpool. Well, she might. One of our podcasts was in Liverpool, so. We're, no way. Yeah, Maybe we'll, she we'll might go. have you down to the gym. You never sure. know. I'll put in a good word That'd for you. Cool, yeah. But yeah, just one of. Um, Paddy Pimlet is the same. Like, just I was going to say. Super genuine. Katie Taylor's loosely related to Molly, so maybe Paddy is loosely related to Connor in some way. 
Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Like, I don't know. Liverpool don't know. Irish thing. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, they, they're like they're they're really good people. But Molly is, um, yeah, she's absolutely fantastic, and you know, she's someone that, as busy as she is, um, mm. with all the stuff going on for so her, much, yeah. um, she still has time. If I, she still has time to celebrate my wins, my little wins. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, so that's yeah. how you know she's a she's a good girl. Molly, yeah. I love this place. Get, get it. Looks like you guys really have a lot. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like I don't see her all the time. Like anything, I do, I really don't get to to connect with people I want to mm. that often with work because I'm so busy. Mm. But you know, people that are good people and that when you are have time to connect with them, like there is that like really nice space, you know. Yeah. Is she? Does she have a fight this year? Do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm That's, pretty. Yeah, yeah. I think. Do you know who? No, nope. can't say it. No, 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 I actually, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't really know a lot about like the ins and outs of the UFC and stuff. They're, they're on lockdown. No one knows anything about the UFC. Should probably pay them at some point. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Um, Yeah. So I'm loving this podcast. I'm not going to lie because it's amazing. I'm glad. You've been looking for a podcast like this. Yeah, I've absolutely no idea. Um, yeah, you. Um, one of the I f- mean, if it's a podcast to be told you're wrong, this is the one. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. This like, is it. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I think I remember seeing something. This is a while ago. But there's a boxing game. Yes. Aren't you in that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I actually haven't spoke about this at all publicly yeah. yet. Hello, but, um, this is the podcast for it. Um, no, I, there was. I was involved in a company that um, is involved in that boxing game and part of the dangling carrot was you get to be in this game. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've since so, yeah. left that company and yeah. So I kind of just closed the door and all that. So yeah, all, all that stuff is. So you're not going to. Be I, I could be in it. I don't know. You, someone can tell me. I haven't seen it or. But like, won't they have to? Because like, that's your likeness. So like, you, and you're not with that company anymore. So like, they'll have yeah. to let you. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the. <laughs> There's like, you know, especially with like, the I haven't gone through similar things with the music side. Mm. Um, like when I left, I was, we had recorded a second album and then the band broke up and then the record label who had put in all the money for like the months on end to pay for us to be in this really fancy studio. Um, and this really fancy producer who had previously produced uh madonna's ray of light album Um, okay just to give you an idea of like budgets and stuff like that um and yeah there was like a time where they were like you have to come back because we will sue you damn um and then it was like i can't wait for someone to say they're gonna sue us over this that's gonna happen (laughs) i was like sue me i was like sue me because there isn't you know there's no money but so then (laughs) the the only the only way that they knew how to hurt me at that time was just to prevent me from um using the music that i'd recorded or doing anything for a period of time musically so that that's that's how that's you know that that is a pattern that um we see quite a bit that like people will uh, try to hit you where it hurts you the most and that's your creative sphere yeah. um but yeah like everything that i've done um did you ever go back to work for the i was about to say name but i don't want to like would you ever go back to work there for the the old company that no 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 that that was like an experience to a good one um i think with any new experience there are 
So a bad one, basically. There is, no, 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 no. There is, you know, what is a bad experience? Fair. There's no such thing as bad experiences. Well, there are learning experiences that give you an opportunity to recognize yeah. and to grow. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. Yeah, you, you can put them down as well. But no, it wasn't a bad experience at all. It was just, um, you know, an experience that I had mm. that I learned a lot from. Mm. And it is what it is. We let go and with love and peace and joy and all that other stuff. Love, peace and joy. Love, peace and joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And wish no, never, never like wish course, anyone never, I hope ill will or, cool you know. That'd be pretty cool. I hope it, you're, it, it, it actually, the, the idea of it was pretty, really cool that it was, it would be doing you're in the, the game and boxing fans are playing the game, that's just more eyes on you. And then it's going to be like, oh, who's this person in the game? That's crazy. Like, let me, yeah. let me see what she does. Type of thing. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool if you actually are. No, no, I, I like it. It would have been like super cool, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, one of your first, I left this out of the like intro for you. Yeah. Purposely, but one of your first interviews on your channel is Conor McGregor. Yeah. Actually, the very first interview that I ever yeah. done. How did, how? <laughs> the very first intro I ever done was actually Artem Lobov. Wow. Um, the reason Connor threw the bus or threw the thing at the bus. Yeah, so uh, Artem got into a scuffle with Habib. Oh my God. Um, and Connor flew him and all the boys on a jet. That's uh, crazy. Imagine having that much money. A bum rushed the <laughs> UFC facility or whatever the venue was. Yeah, at that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like his psychic. I'm, I don't want to like say he's a psychic because he wants to be anyone's psychic. But yeah, of course not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you from like. Too late for you. Like, uh, I, I, otherwise, I'm gonna have to come on once a month to kind of just I'm, level out your happen. level out your guesting because no one is ever gonna want to come on here again. But. <laughs> He's the chance for me. It's oh, really? Well, I have to say, like, going from one thing to another, but I did, when you said to me, when you come on the podcast, I was like, let me just check if these aren't, like, okay. two little we'll weirdos. Just, yeah. Um, we'll be, and you were, so yeah, it was yeah, fine. I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> no, say. but I saw one of your videos, and there's some fool, and he's like, I wish death on all dogs. Who is that guy? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I hope this little shit is on the fucking... <laughs> I hope this little uh, we were, but shit we gave him, the, I told him the same I don't know where he's coming from with that uh, but it was really good because it caught my attention yeah. and I was like it riled me see, that's perfect see that it's, that's it's, a good it's thing it's a balance it's a balance yeah unfortunately that's amazing yeah that's just the we, way the world but out, I, it was a shocking statement a very shocking statement and he will probably be reincarnated as a dog in his next life amazing. so that will be lovely and he a dog and a pound probably we put out a lot of clips on TikTok Insta, a lot, loads of them yeah but recently yes. we had one that did really well but we were just talking shit and we what well, kind of shit so we literally said we think we're the best podcast in Ireland on the clip yeah thanks sorry <laughs> but um, that was just what we were saying we were just kind of just, just, just talking talking that shit and that's one of, the, one of the clips that have done the best for us but there's bounds and leaps of other clips where we're saying nice things about this and we're saying we're saying this person's doing amazing and we're saying this actor is cool nothing mm-hmm. so you just controversy sells controversy does sell like Conor McGregor like that's literally just an example isn't it yeah yeah I don't think though Conor how do I say this Conor only really done it in the sphere of fighting yeah yeah fair enough 
Well, now it's a bit more than more than that. Now, now is a different time, but at the beginning, it was just like it was obviously just within the fighting. He would have said stuff. He said this, he would have said the same thing when he was not even ranked in the UFC. As no, he would have. He would. Yeah, the best he, featherweight in the world. He would have said it. No, not even think about it for a second thought. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. Um, Go talk your shit. Is nothing wrong with it, saying. Yeah, exactly. We're saying now. Don't get me wrong. You know, how do I say this delicately? I've done this for ten years, and mm. I've met a lot of fighters from kids, amateurs, to pros, retired, yeah. everyone. And there are people that are really, really disillusioned with their ability <laughs> and their yeah, yeah. position yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And sometimes you kind of do. Any names you want to just absolutely. <laughs> I'll come back when I retire, and I'll like talk. I'll do I'm three ready for hours. That. <laughs> Um, but there is people that I've come back to and I've gone, like, how do you not have people in your corner mm. that um, will protect you from being a moron, basically? Nice, nice. Um, so, yeah. Fair enough. We are the best podcast in Ireland. Though, so. We are. Well, after my one, because the first exactly, exchange yeah. is obviously the best podcast in Ireland. You know what? Ireland. Yeah, it goes, yeah, it goes, <laughs> first exchange, <laughs> but then the real time podcast. But you know what I say? Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's not something talking about. Yeah, I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was mainly because we had a rapper on as well. Who was the rapper? You probably wouldn't know him. His name is Young Is. Young Is. Yeah. No? No. You could have slid, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Yo, oh, Young Is. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we had him on. He said the same kind of thing where he thinks he's the best rapper in Ireland. Mm. Is I he? think. He, do you know what? He's the only one I listen to in Ireland, to be fair. No way. So. I don't listen to any Irish music? rap. Oh, okay. nah, not new. Not new Irish music. No, I don't. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Um, but I love that there is like a whole movement. There is currently, yeah. Is, you know? Starting to gain traction yeah. Um, but he was just one of the ones that we had on and um, he basically just said that statement, like, yeah, I'm the best rapper in Ireland. Yeah. And obviously. Oh, I do. Sorry, I do know to interrupt you. Someone called Salatape? Cello. Not him, though. No, is he not good? He's good too. Yeah. Okay, but well, I do not. I, that name right stuck now. because I was like Sellotape. I was like, does he actually know what Sellotape is? <laughs> I was like, am I just at that age now where I'm like, do, do young kids today not know what Sellotape is? They're actually good, young kids and Sellotape. Yeah, they're they're probably uh, okay. So is there a bit of like bad blood between no, like certain? No, no. no? I think just okay. yeah, they're cool. I think just as a rapper though, in particular that particular field, I think there's no way you can't think like that. Okay. Because there's yeah. no way you're going to make, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm wondering, who do you think, like, not of Irish rappers, but like when you look at like historic rappers, mm. hip hop, like who are the goats? This will be interesting now, That's Kristen. crazy because we have a whole podcast on this, but let's run it again. Okay. Um, okay. Like there's like a few out there. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but the ones that come to like Tupac is someone I listen to. Quite of course. Like I would. Yeah. Listen. But Legit I heard goes. someone say to me recently that Tupac... There's there's about ten two packs out now, and I'm like, he's where? That's true, but also though, in terms of some of the music he's made, yeah, you can definitely see some people can do that, but better now. Yeah, but I don't think there's anyone that touches two pack at all in my opinion. No, think, yeah. no, 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 absolutely not. No, no. And if there is, I'm missing them. Yeah. Although, would he be your goat as well? Two pack would be a goat. My Nas is probably like Fair one is. of my. Fair enough most goats if I can say that yeah. just because of like what a great podcast <laughs> wow it's incredible just of the um, 
you know, like Tupac, they had something very important to talk about and to say. And again, the get money, get bitches, fuck hoes narrative is Tell them, tell them, Lydia. What? (laughs) You know about that one. (laughs) It's just like, it's a bit like, I get it. And this and the other thing, but when it's all about this, like, Mm. I don't know. I, I, uh... Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's just like, it's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. Okay. And I, this, I hate the um, bravado of the get money, fuck bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you come from a martial arts background. Fair enough. And you come from actually training in gyms day in, days out. I'm like, there are girls that are 55 kilos in my gym that would have you asleep within 35 seconds, brother. Let me tell you. So this thing of like, you know, I'm just, but I understand the culture and I understand that, no, sorry, I don't understand the culture, but I appreciate the culture. You see why they have to do what they have. Yeah, like, I know there's, uh, and then it goes into, like, I love Stormzy. I know Stormzy. Okay. No, everyone's like gone against Stormzy now because he's mainstream. But That's I love true, Stormzy. Yeah, yeah Stormzy. Stormzy headline in Glastonbury was like a moment where I was yeah. like, yes, I was yeah. like, all those years of like the struggle. Yeah, Dave too. Okay. Um, but then there's like the young. Like, is it RD? That's one. I saw a podcast with him, and he was talking so much shite, and I was just like, what Jesus! He like, he was talking about. Now I get the podcast that it was like, um, oh God, that was a shit podcast. Um, no, it's like, a, there's like a, actually on TikTok, I've just nice. found TikTok and I'm absolutely a huge fan of it. Like just, like um, like just this year. It was so late on it, but don't yeah, yeah. I mean, it could do. I've just started, I haven't, I, like I don't dance on TikTok or anything like that. But yeah, no, it come up and it was just like, I'm sure he's a lovely kid, but <laughs> I don't know. Just, it's just, it just, I, I like, I like authenticity and I just mm. felt like this when no, I saw yeah. it, he wasn't. Yeah. What a, what a weird a movement into, uh, yeah. you know, RD and. Just to give him a little bit of credit. Yes. Because we have a few clips that are like that where you probably look at the podcast. And like, That's a good point. Yeah. In fact, that was a lot of the comments on that. Yeah. Yeah. They know about us now though. <laughs> there you go. I should, I should know better. To be fair to RD and to be fair to us. That's the only thing that sells nowadays. Like, yeah. Out this certain personality, yeah, and then people either hate or love it, yeah. And I'd rather you don't that want people to be in between, you want yeah, to hate you, you want yeah, to hate you. that's what yeah. I'd rather. That is true, yeah. that is true. But, um, no, I, I just, I guess the whole thing is that probably what I'm trying to say is that social media has had such a impact on the art space and creativity that there is sometimes not always but sometimes there can be an air of in in authenticity in it because like that people are trying to get hits get whatever or whatever you know what i mean so um and probably is a feeling probably. bad now that i'm after fucking saying that about rd <laughs> sorry rd the next time i'm in manchester please don't say anything to me i think he's from um brighton is he from Brighton? Yeah. Oh, who's from Manchester? Oh, H is from, H from Manchester, isn't it? Yeah, and I do like H. H is quite authentic. I like H, I like yeah. He's a cool dude. Because yeah. you don't think RD is authentic, but H is authentic. Yeah, and, and don't people compare them quite a bit as well? Yeah, yeah it's I just because they're both white. And I've never met either of them, so yeah. I really shouldn't be talking about them. So I should know better. My apologies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but unless you, you guys have like hits now on this. There you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> All RD's fans will come for me. Yeah. 
we've completely gone away from we've music. totally gone from I, I love things but yes Nas and Tupac yeah. Biggie Smalls I never really listened to Biggie I'm not gonna lie love Biggie love Biggie Smalls who do you think the greatest <clears throat> rapper alive is right now living God, maybe he's I not still really, rapping but he's living though. I don't really listen to new rap music well, yeah. who's still well, someone from the old days who's still alive yeah. probably Jay-Z well Nas is still out there doing his thing okay I actually, I love Kanye. <laughs> I love na na. Wait till I get my money. Right what a tune! Like Kanye is a genius. He is a genius. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protect Kanye at all costs. Um, yeah, no, Kanye is really, really cool. I just, for some reason, when I think about Kanye West, though, I think about, um. I, I see him more as a producer than I okay. do a rapper. Like Fair I enough. see him as a creative mind. I, I wouldn't, he wouldn't be the, f- rapper wouldn't be the first place I go to with Kanye West. That's fair enough. But yeah, yeah like creative entrepreneur, producer. Yeah. Um, One of the best in the game to ever do. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else has kind of put me on the spot now of who's a good rapper. Not to talk. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no way! No, I, I can't lie. Like. No, 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 not Drake. Drake. Drake's, Drake is the goat right now. That's facts. I know nothing about fighting sports, but I feel like Drake is the Floyd Mayweather of like. Nah, cause no. There's, there, there's very no, no, little no. argument for Mayweather. Michael Jackson, like Claire is Drake. <laughs> Claire yeah, is Michael him. Jackson is the goat. That's facts. I think um. Thriller is the greatest album of all time. Have you, now, have you ever watched Thriller the movie? Possibly. I yeah, don't know, you maybe. need to you need to watch Michael Jackson's Thriller the movie. There's it was a few like, Michael Jackson movies out there. Yeah, so I don't know, really good. A, a few of them, but Michael yeah. Jackson is was legitimately like an absolute mastermind because it not only from like having that voice, mm. having that dance moves to the ability to impact cultures and mm. um, to bring people together he did a few times this he did he, he, so. he, yeah he that, did. Might, that might help a little bit <laughs> I just there was one like I was listening to him when I was younger right yeah he was like uh, he was this like brown skinned man mm. and yeah just like two years later I turned on the team because white <laughs> yeah white. yeah <laughs> and I'm just like wait what the hell is but, and, and his whole thing was that he, I think he had said that he, it was Impetigo, which was is alopecia? where, alop, alop, it's Impetigo, alopecia is when you lose your hair. Yeah, that's Jada Smith. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Jada. Um, Jada and her entanglements. Hello. <laughs> you know um, Chris Rock did a madness, by the way. Did, did you see uh, Chris, Rock, Chris Rock's? Impressive. I mean, yeah. he he stayed quiet for a whole year and said, "Let me just get my bag real quick and then shit on you." A year later, and he did that. Yeah, I'd love to get a woman's opinion on that, like whole slapping thing. Let's say you were, yeah, in the audience and like a, a comedian was making fun of you. Yeah, would you want your husband to do something like that, or was it just like, was it just like just jokes? Well, if I was in, so I what I got from the situation is that it was layered and there was like all this backstory of stuff between them um me as me Mm. I know like I absolutely I just think that um I understand when you're in those situations and you feel like you're being picked on 
But he was laughing. The first. Was he, he laughed first. That's what gets me. Yeah, but he, he, he's also on TV at a thing and the cameras are on them and stuff. You would, you'd be like, oh yeah, hilarious. And then you look and so, oh, I, I don't know. I still don't think it's real. <laughs> I still don't think it was real. I, I genuinely think it was all like... It's all orchestrated. Yeah, like possible. I genuinely, the thing, my belief system on Hollywood celebrities, mm. it the word there is a stage and they okay. are a distraction. <laughs> yeah, like the one thing that I can say about like being in the music industry, entertainment industry, and sports industry for nearly twenty years is that nothing is as it seems. Okay, and good to know. Not everything is, not everything is as it seems and everything is a story and a branding and a perspective and a way of getting the public to see, um, you know, that's what like PR is. That's mm. why all these like celebrities and musicians and famous people have teams of people around them that orchestrate mm. how they look, how they speak, what they say to you know sell a narrative like so um i don't get too involved in what happens i love it like the rest of people don't get me wrong i love to be on like oh my god you know like what what shit's happening now but yeah i take it all with a pinch of salt i i wouldn't be completely invested in it but having said that if it was real and that was a situation no for me i don't think there's ever an excuse for um you to put hands on anybody outside of uh, a fight sports uh, situation or whether there's consensual uh fighting involved um but yeah i just think um you yeah, I think I think he de- I think he deserved to be reprimanded because you can't put hands on anyone yeah, and course. you can't do that like being at that show at the was it the Oscars that it was at and stuff like that. He definitely deserves to be reprimanded. I don't know if the witch hunt like this whole thing of the ca- cancel culture for me is mm. <laughs> like you know it's 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 actually one of the most it's probably one of the saddest things that I've seen happen yeah. to culture since I've um, been here is that it stifles so much freedom of creativity of speech of um, everyone should be allowed to say do what they feel in that moment is the right thing and if it's the wrong thing if someone has said something or done something that is um, hurtful towards other people or um whatever it is, they should be held accountable, but then should be educated on why what they said was wrong. And if they then continue to say, um, no, 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 I still have this viewpoint or I'm still going to act this way, then then you get to make a decision of, okay, we will we no longer want to support this person or whatever it is. But this thing of just like cancelled, can't say that, cancelled. You said this 30 years ago. I didn't like it. Yeah. And there's things... That's so crazy. Listen, don't get me wrong. There's so much wrapped up about like um, inappropriate behaviour with like whoever 20, 30, 40 years ago. I think think people always get this mixed up. There's a difference between cancel culture and like the Me Too movement. Absolutely. People get that. Yeah. Mixed up. Yeah. Two completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Me Too movement was a very good movement. Yeah. It's not to like a lot of things that were happening. Yeah. Um, 
console culture completely different, Twitter fingers, all that. Yeah, so, totally. Like, and it's like, you know, with the Me Too movement um, being kind of centered around Harvey Weinstein and all that stuff, mm. is that, yes, 100% he should have been held accountable to it. But also, if we're going to make someone like Harvey Weinstein Weinstein um, accountable <laughs> Weinstein. Uh, let's start to take down everyone else because no one you know there is a whole bunch of people that are out there that um, need to be held accountable for their actions over the last couple of decades and you know probably probably people closer to home as well and a lot of people are protected um, through who they know you know it's not a con- people say like, oh it's a big conspiracy theory but like for example if we're going to talk about Epstein Island like and Shh, all those lists that. of names and all those people who were um, implicit in, in in all of that carry on it, it, he couldn't have uh, he, uh, Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell could not have ran that entire system for that many years by themselves mm-hmm. um, and that whole thing of like you know luring celebrities people of power people bankers you know people in the government people like whatever to their island having all these parties with underage children um or you know teenagers and to secretly film them and to blackmail them and all that stuff like it that stuff doesn't just go away you know so it seems like the narrative now is when you start talking people go oh conspiracy theories it's not a conspiracy theory it is it is reality that this is what's happened and that we you know there is so many distractions that have been put in place to stop us from questioning um this narrative and journalists don't ask these questions these people that are involved or could be involved and actually do their job because of fear of not being able to do their job again and i understand it to a degree because not that i've ever had to like cover up for anyone for heinous crimes like that but there is situations in even my world that you don't bring up on camera and you don't bring up in interviews because you're concerned that it will affect. Yeah, you're you're like where you go from here or someone might go, no, do you know what? It is that petty. Mm. So that's, that's you know, I, I understand it from that point of view as well. But yeah. yeah. Do you think the film's up? No. Impossible. No, way. no absolutely impossible. No. Um, there's no, there's no way that... Um, there's no way that that man could have possibly killed himself for 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 so many different reasons. And and if he did kill himself, then I don't believe that it was a case of oh we missed that one, guys. It was probably a situation where you know he could have they could have basically turned a blind eye or or they they isolated him to the point gave him Queen the facilities the to do day. that. He was on the phone next day like yo. You need to make something happen, like, cause, like, my son is that. You need to make something happen, like, so. Yeah, but now there's a whole thing with that the Prince Aaron, Andrew thing as well, where <laughs> the the photograph of him with this the the Nazi thing. Not no, that was that's Prince William when he. Yeah. But you know, that whole thing the with the Nazi thing, right now. Let don't get me wrong. I won't. The <laughs> the the royal family. The royal family have been complicit in like a lot of stuff over the years, been, right? Yeah. And inappropriate behavior. Well, from a point of like even you know, most of my work's in the UK. I'm never going back there again. <laughs> 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 what what I will say is that 
From living in the UK for the last two years, a lot of British people are unaware of the impact of the royal family, the negative impact of the royal family in other countries. In particular, our beautiful one that we have here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know? Both of us are from Nigeria. Yeah. So we look at Nigeria, British colonization. Yeah. So are you, were you born in Nigeria and then you moved here? Well, my parents. Okay. Know British colonization. Yes. We were here, British colonization. Man, yes. we went crazy. Yeah, British colonization. Yes. You have to yeah. look you respected though. Because they did their thing, like. <laughs> well, this thing, but see, and and it's it's about you know there's a very um, famous quote that I'm I actually I'm misquoting, but it basically is that uh, history will be told by the successor is basically That's what it is, facts, and that the, yeah. the history books are written by the by the victor in the in the in the the war, the battle, or whatever it is. So I think for a lot of UK people, they are British people, they feel like they, colonization was actually a benefit to those countries and it was really? like we had we helped raise you up and now we're all part of like the commonwealth or whatever it might be Imagine. but for the people who are are and were in that it's a very very different experience you know and i feel like that has like they can easily go and do the research and like learn more about it but they like that comfortable reality that yeah we, we, we help them yeah. Well, another great quote was everything you know is a lie. Um, how how uncomfortable would you have to be to you know, think of like even people who were in their fifties, sixties, seventies, who've given of their entire life to think that the royal family or the establishment was so great and we've, you know, we're, we're filled with so pro so much pride when we see them like rep in different parts of the world and like on their tours or whatever it might be and then to find out that they actually could have done something that negatively impacted um a culture or country or whatever it might be like that's a that's a really difficult thing to have to face and that goes back to like a wider psychological thing of like how difficult it ac actually is for people to um stand back and go fuck you know what this actually happened or even even in your own life to stand back and say i was wrong or i've done something wrong in my life or you know um how i saw something is not how it is or you know it, it takes a lot to be reflective i suppose is the kind of words you know because yeah. even just looking at america they i feel like they have they're literally staring that in your face, like just like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. You had slaves. Crazy. Like, yes. Like, yeah. It's literally right there. Yeah. They like to pretend like it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, in like the British Empire's case, this was like 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 50 years ago. Right yeah so. even back to the only kind of like it's great that you guys can because you can talk about it from like a nigerian standpoint and having like you know nigerian culture in your bloodline and stuff like that i can only really speak about anything from obviously an irish perspective mm -hmm. but even from irish in the uk i think you know a lot of um because of the no blacks, no dogs, no Irish Crazy. regime that was in the UK, I think that there is a lot of like solidarity, I think, between Irish people and black culture mm -hmm. because of that movement. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like a whole thing where it was like, you know, that's that that's not like a hundred years ago. You guys know your discrimination. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? And the thing that and 
I am not comparing it to like <laughs> black culture in any way. Don't anyone say that I'm saying this as in like comparing it to like Fine, what black people have had to go through. I'm yeah. not. But we do, Irish people do experience certain, you know, um, probably not racism, but like. You can't use that word because the definition is just like discrimination against. Yeah, discrimination where like the narrative on Irish people across the globe is that uneducated, alcoholic, um, just like peasants, you know what I mean? Like, so there is that thing of, um, you know, even with the the no blacks, no dogs, no Irish, um, that's not that long ago. That's like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And to think that it was acceptable to put that in a pub front or like a B&B window and that that was, you know, acceptable is absolutely, it's it's inconceivable. But we could go I down this rabbit hole. You go down the rabbit hole. And you know what? It actually, it's like sometimes it like, you know, you get, I get nervous talking about stuff like this because I'm like, fuck, do I, what if I say the wrong thing? I'm like, fucked like and do you know what I mean just knocking on your door yeah it could be anything death, like, like that you know and it's like I definitely I'm not saying that people are aware of this and they're bad people like there's so much that happens in the world where people are like completely unaware of how things operate mm. and that's probably my point in that everything that you think you know may not be the reality of the situation okay. and I always say my like my own sort of like spiritual guide is that unless I've physically experienced it it is my reality or it, it is my perception of reality then i don't really have the right to comment on it or okay. you know i want to do a hard pivot from this yes i let's can we go lighter please i'm actually sweating here hard pivot onto Ooh. who is the perfect man on earth now i'm gonna give you some examples god no. Okay. Michael B. Jordan. No. This as in Creed. Yeah, yeah, as in Creed, yeah. He's now there's a few criteria for this. Yeah. You, you have what to, well you have to go, what makes a great man? No, don't that's not what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, the criteria. Yes. You have to be at least over six foot. Agreed. Nice. <laughs> sorry, are we both over six foot? <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah. We get two pair of heels, you know man. What? You'll be fine. You have to. There's other ways about this life. You know what I mean? But anyway, you have to be at least over six foot. Okay. You have to be in good shape. Yes. You have to be. Um, there has to be something about you. Like, you can't be like vanilla. You have to either be have an accent, be different race. Is this your perception of what a woman wants or what you think this is This is the a... perception of what. <laughs> no, let me. Let me. Let, this is the perception of what you think a perception of what a woman would want. Now, it's oh, not what a woman okay, would okay, actually okay, want. Okay, 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 okay. But it's okay. what, like, they might... It's what... You get what I'm trying to... Yeah, 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 I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. So that, and then what? there's a, a lot of money. You have to be rich. Mm-hmm. Have to be. Have yeah. To be. There's no two ways about yeah. it. Like, you know um, I think that's just about it, though. And some sort of talent as well. Michael B. Jordan plays all those kind of You know who else does? Drizzy Drake. Another one? I don't think Another one? Guys, He's not about another one. This is wait. Um, I've forgotten his name now. Shit. Um, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man Two. Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Oh, Jamie Fox. That's but anyway. But, but this Jamie, is your. 
Jamie Foxx because he has foot, he's got way. he's not over six foot, but yeah. he's got that Shout personality. Yeah, exactly. Like, you need a bit. Can you imagine? Be funny, like being at a. I always think of like dinner party guests and being at a dinner party with like Jamie Foxx, yeah. where like um, you know he's telling stories, <laughs> he's doing his impressions, or whatever. He so, seems to I'm be at so every, proud. He seems to be at the start of everything that's ever happened in hip hop. So and yeah. he's so like when he tells those stories about his house parties and like how he te- I don't know if you've ever, ever seen it, but he talks about when Kanye West yeah, came yeah, and like yeah. he's doing Jay Z, he's doing yeah. all these impressions yeah. and stuff. No, he's great. Yeah. He told a story about Kanye making a song, and that that was so interesting. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Just yeah. about. He's supposed to be Mike Tyson in a, in a movie. Yeah, he would actually be so good as Mike Tyson. He would be amazing. So, the, okay, so would he be the perfect? Yeah, Jamie Foxx is hot. He's hot, but he didn't. I didn't think the thing about it is is that every every box that you've a tick there for yeah. the man yeah. Um, yeah, comes idea. with for every positive there there is a bunch of negatives that That's, come with but it you can't think about that though it's the so, perfect man we're saying what we know from he's a perfect man for me my perfect man is not famous but he has to be though because <laughs> he has to have the notoriety and the, he, he, he could be, no, he could be he's have no, notoriety but he no. has to be famous though he does have to. god I just know all so many people who are okay, men who are famous and I'm like true. they come with so much baggage yeah, it's just not worth it okay okay so who who is my are you asking me who my per- perfect man is yes no sorry I'm no. asking you who the perfect man is like oh, not god. you might not date him but he's okay the okay okay man. okay my assumption of yeah, who it objectively might be. the perfect man Michael B. Jordan is not a bad show. Oh, I know exactly who it is. Denzel Washington. Okay. You know Denzel yeah. Washington. That's 100%. not a bad show. He's over six foot. I don't think that's ever come no, it's actually not. Oh, I see I'm 38, so I'm, I'm enough, not going to say yeah. Drake, am I? Um, Drake's a good looking guy. No, he's he's okay. He's Drake's nice. Got, Drake's no. got money, like. He's got money. Money. Loads of people have money. Money is, money true, is yeah. nothing. Listen, Fair. what you want at the end of the day is a good solid man who's respectful knows himself knows what he wants is not affected or swayed by anyone else Mm. confident in his own abilities Mm. in himself good looking over six foot (laughs) Um, yeah I'm good I've made peace with it (laughs) you can't have it all Christian exactly that's what you know what they they had to be hindered somewhere like that's what I'm saying yeah. yeah But yeah, Denzel Washington, I suppose, is like will be a good one for me. Shout out to Denzel. But I don't. Yeah, okay. I know I'm not playing <laughs> the game. I just don't want anyone to be like the perfect man exists. Well, go on. W- w- Female wise, who do you think is? Oh shit! Perfect. It's never been flipped. The, the script never been flipped like that. Well, let me oh, just shit. flip it back. Um, Riri, man, Riri, hit me up. Rihanna, really? Yeah, of course, Riri. Like, I think Riri. Because I call her that, obviously, because we go way back. Because yeah, way back, yeah. yeah like, Pond Replay. Yeah. I was there when she was making a song. But anyway, like, she, I think, no one's better, like, in my opinion. She is She incredible. does have kids, though, so that kind of, got to take that out of the equation. Because, like... Only I, just, though. True, true. So it's pre-last year, or two yeah, years, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly, so it'd be really, really like, yeah. yeah, Riri's a good show, actually. Yeah. That's a good, she's a good solid. Yeah. How about you, Matthew? <laughs> First thing that comes to mind is Riri as well. Too bad, bro. She's mine. Wait, I'm not, unless you're willing to share. I ain't sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I know my job also came up. 
Oh, uh, yeah. See, to Maya. me, Maya Jama is yeah, just... But, you know, me and Stormzy go back to, so I don't want to... <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Stormzy, okay. although no Stormzy, because there's all that hairline, thing with... Oh, we don't mind the hairline. Nobody all the stuff do, with though. Maya Jama. And who was the other singer? We don't know what the alleged oh, stuff was. Georgia Smith, yeah. Georgia. She's, Georgia Smith is actually Georgia stunning. Smith. Oh, that's Georgia you, Georgia Smith. Smith. <laughs> it's between my See how fickle you boys are. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'd, I've never actually thought about that. I always just think about it for myself. Like, who do I want? Like, what is what, is well, what I would you want? I know you want Denzel Washington. It was Denzel Washington, yeah. I hit him up for you. Got yeah, you. thank you. I'm pretty sure he's happily married the last 40 years, which is what makes him perfect. Oh, um, that's fair enough. That's a good point, actually. That yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, Four absolutely. Years. Like for forty years, like normal people is uh, impressive, and to be like world famous, yeah, hundred percent. I can't That's imagine. You ain't never cheat. Oh, LeBron James. Hello, Bronny. Oh, I love Bronny LeBron Senior. James. <laughs> he, he, he has had a relationship. Yeah. Oh, actually, I love LeBron. Now Bronny that we're Senior. saying, I forgot about LeBron James. He is fine. Yeah. He is fine. Yeah, LeBron James is fine. Actually, is there someone else on that team? Anthony Davis. No. I'm trying to think. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're they're gone. Yeah, possibly. No, no. Can't think. Can't think. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Bronny Senior. Fair enough. Bronny. Bronny's up yeah, there. Yeah, Bronny. Bronny's LeBron James there. is hot. Actually, Michael Jordan's son as well. Although he's not. Michael. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's son. For real? What's his first name? <laughs> well, he's no. like nearly forty or something. Um, but yeah. he's got. He's actually dating uh, Larsa Pippen, who is Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. And mother of his children. Yo. So if you want to talk about talk about entanglements, that's 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 entangled. Yeah. So Mike wow. Michael Jordan's son is now dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. And then obviously, if you know anything about basketball and the history of Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, you know that's anything like, about basketball? Like, I'm not, I won't say that. It's sit here and go like, oh, I know some. I I know pop culture basketball yeah. I don't know like who do you think the best basketball teams? player of all time is just Michael just, Jordan just throw it out there Michael, Michael Jordan Michael Jordan is the, for me the greatest basketballer of all time but nah, on paper is it still Michael Jordan because yeah. like people as a people, matter of fact on paper it's more it's Michael Jordan I would say I'm arguing the opposite I would yeah. say I'd want LeBron to be the yeah well see a lot of people do say that LeBron is the ghost of all time but I think of what I factor in is the movement is the like yeah, the culture moves. is everything yeah, yeah Jordan it's was Michael in Jordan. Paris and they just people would put on ball caps just to be like him yeah think about but it but also Crazy. if you watch like you've you've obviously watched um, The Last Dance The Last Dance yeah. and that what's really really um, interesting about like Michael Jordan and any athlete that is at that elite level mm-hmm. is what it takes to be that type of athlete. And there is no inner peace in this, you know, in terms of like... You got to work hard and then you got to... Yeah. The brain is... Yeah. No. There's a really, really amazing uh, life... 
lifestyle oh. guru guy yeah. called Paul Czech who basically encapsulates m- body, mind and spirit. Um, but he would have worked with a lot of basketball teams back in the day on like nutrition, like in rehabilitation, all that kind of stuff. And he, he has a, loads of podcasts centered around what it takes to be an elite level athlete and that it's basically like you know essentially them having a pit inside them that's unfulfilled yeah and it's like the consistent like what what yeah to win over everything over your family your wives your friends your your husbands whatever it might be to um have that desire to just be that competitive Mm -hmm. you know it's deep yeah Shout out Michael Jordan though. Shout out Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. This is the last Ooh. question that we'll ask. Oh yeah, go on. Um, I remember I seen, I think you posted on your story. Yeah. You were on like a Virgin Media thing. Yeah. You were talking about loads of different things. Yeah. In particular, you yeah. were talking about like how, what the perfect relationship would be for you. Yes. That was, yeah, I found that, that was pretty inspiring. I'm gonna ask Thank you, you Christian. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Then I'm gonna ask you, what's your most embarrassing relationship story? <laughs> oh God. Can't oh back God. Back. I mean, there's, I know there's loads to go through. Embarrassing but, relationship? Uh, do you mean like the entire relationship? Um, or do you know what? Let's just go with like a date, just a really embarrassing date, or like just just, just <laughs> an experience with, with a, a male potential female that, partner that was that just embarrassing. embarrassing yes. Well, male for me. Yeah, that I don't not know. female. Not female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I didn't. I actually didn't know she was gay. Yeah. Um, it could be embarrassing. <gasps> Tell your story. Like. Tell your story. <laughs> I um. I don't know if I should say it. I think like, you should. Honestly, should I? Like, I do have um, a few. I know. We always go through this dance as well. We do. It's like a back and forth. No, I, it's not. It's not about me telling it. It's about the person, the person that implicates well, these are too bad. these are famous people. You know. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you want to give names? No, no, no. Absolutely you not. Names after the podcast. But I did my. <laughs> I think you can. I think everyone will just know if I like no, start talking or whatever. Though. Oh, you? Yeah, but the rest, of the internet will. Well, that's for them easily to be found. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I, I, I do have one. I don't want this. This is sound. No, no, no. This is this is a good one because I don't have to give any names and no one will actually know who it is. But okay. there was a very famous fighter. Okay. Um, Shout who McGregor, man. absolutely was Conor McGregor? No way, I would never do that to D. But you know her like D Dublin quite a lot. No, 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 not a lot. But I just D. still wouldn't Shout wouldn't Connor. do that to her. Um, I, someone who for a very long time was like in my DMs, mm. and I was like, no, oh, I just I don't do that. Like you know, I don't mix it's work and pleasure. 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 Like it's just not my thing. I yeah. see people who do do it, and it just does not go well to go down well and um so just through work situations we ended up meeting meeting you know and then when I actually did meet him in real life I was like oh this is like a really he's actually pretty genuine like or he seemed to be or whatever you know so I was like he's a nice guy is he an Irish player no 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 um and I won't be giving you any information because I don't know who he is because he's way because it's just way way it'd be known straight away um but yeah, so I was, he broke me down over a very long period of time. Michael and quite, quite good at words, yeah. No. 
no, no, no. And uh, yeah, so basically I was like, listen, we, we had this work situation and he was like, after the work thing, like, can I just please take you for like lunch or whatever? And I was like, yeah, yeah okay. I was like, look, that's, that's fine. Uh, I can be wine and dined, no problem. And so we went and we had a really, really lovely um, date and, you know, it was very I was like this is you know this is lovely I really enjoyed it and my fears and worries were put at bay Mm -hmm. and so then cut to like a couple weeks after Mm -hmm. and I was at a show and this person was there and he was like what are you doing later and I was like oh well I'm gonna go back to the hotel and you know after every event, we always go to the hotel and everyone, all the fires that have won usually, and we all sit around and we have like a little beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, cool, I'll catch you there. And then when I got back to the hotel, I was like in this group of people and there was like this beautiful woman that was there and I was like chatting away and, you know, she was, we were like bonding over different stuff. And then... I was like, so did you enjoy the fights? Like, who are you here with or whatever? And then she like basically mentioned this oh, person's name and said, okay. oh, I'm here with Baba. And I was like, wow. I was like, oh yeah, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, do you know him? I was like, yeah, briefly. I kind of knew him or whatever. <laughs> oh shit. It turns out that's his wife. Oh um, shit. Of, of like nearly... I know a long time. Um, yeah, so that was oh. that was interesting. And then he came back to the hotel and walked into the situation and acted like as if absolutely nothing was wrong. And then I, there was a big block on that phone straight away. Wow, whoa, wow. <laughs> yeah, but that was um, that was probably one of my worst experiences. Like that Damn. was really embarrassing. Yeah, 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 yeah. For real. And then uh, the, the funny thing is, is that person's still can't understand why you know every time I've seen him since he's been like what's what happened like what did I do wrong I don't understand please call me back I'm like wow men are some men um but that's that's there there is a world out there what I'm saying about um people who have a high profile and who have easy access to a lot of women um it's just a way of life and unfortunately, it's a way of life that is accepted. Um, wow. But you just need to be a person in that that doesn't conform. conform to that. Or, But other than that, I've had like, you know, I've had relationships within with people who've, who've kind of been known or whatever that it ha- we haven't publicly gone on the record to mm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been like they've been very very as far as I know there was no cheating or anything like that that went on and not being together anymore was just due to career stuff and lifetimes and stuff yeah yeah really big yeah uh yeah like I'd never say to somebody oh, you're a Scorpio, I can't date you. Like, I'd never do that, but it never, no, no, no. But what, because everyone has uh, positive and negative traits to their character and their astrological signs. Isn't that just like people though? Yeah, no, not, 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 not really is like, you know, not really because it's, I mean, this is a podcast in itself, but there is, now don't get me wrong, I'm not like, I, you know, I know I, I asked you guys what your your star signs, your zodiac signs were, um, but it's not a thing of like 
living or die by it. And I don't open up like the newspaper and go, oh my God, it says that I'm going to like meet the man of my dreams this weekend. Like it's not that type of shit. It's more um, personalities and like getting an understanding of people. And it's a fun little thing for me as well, because sometimes I'm like, yeah, I fucking knew it. Like I have a thing where I can guess like a lot of people, I have to spend time with them. I can get their like astrological signs. You got that Leo, Chris. You're, you're just a Leo. No, he's a Libra, but I'm a Leo. So there you go. Maybe you have a touch of it as well. Uh, no, Chris is a, Chris is a Libra. So your, your sign is balance. So you're very balanced. But also Libras are very much a social butterfly and very outgoing. Mm. I mean, like, I gotta talk. I mean, well, you're 19, the cool dude. So, me like. But um, you're extremely. So, you're, yes, um, and a deep thinker. And a lot of stuff in your head. So, basically, you're kind of like, it's like earth and air is Aquarius. So, your worst fear would be like if you were to imagine yourself as a bird trapped in a cage, you need to be able to fly. Oh, he's scared of flying. But not, not, he's not actually going to fly like a bird. Yeah, I'm just saying like hypothetically. He could do. Um, I think that does represent me like quite a lot. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like I have to look at like Capricorn or something. Like, oh, that kind of applies to me as well. Yeah. yeah, it's like just it's so placeholder. Like everything is like <laughs> almost kind of like linky and it's Listen, like all the same. The way the way it is is if you whatever you perceive astrology to be, it is. So if you're like it actually doesn't mean anything, then it doesn't okay. because this is all our version. Of I think if someone if people reality. need it to find motivation and find other things, then I think it's amazing. But I also think it's a bit stupid. Well, but but. I think I only think it's a bit stupid when you go a bit too crazy with it. When you treat it like it's everything. Yeah. I like your mindset. Doesn't make crazy. Yeah, you're my. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But also, like, I think can't be. You can't. I mean, look. Someone could say if you're someone's really religious, and then someone could say it's the same thing about that. Like, yeah. Be like, there's no proof or anything. So. But it's like, you know... It's all the same, to be honest. I, I would never sit here and be like, no, guys, come on, you have to see my point of view on this. Like, you know, let's change your... Let's we could do that. We'll be here for hours. Though. We'll be here for hours, but I wouldn't want to do that because that's a waste of my energy. Mm. And, you know, like, the less people who believe in astrology, the better, because it's more for me then. And then I, can, for I control the world with my astrological <laughs> knowing. fair enough. You know, no one that's else is getting enough. this... this uh, um, but yeah, look, like that, that's the beauty of um, life. this experience. We all have different opinions and we all get to choose what we believe and what we don't believe. I do think it's interesting though, the whole thing. It is. Really- but I, I, there is talks, even with like the kind of spirituality movement as well, not only astrology, is that there is toxicity in everything. So like there is, again, go back to that word, inauthenticity in everything. So it's about finding, you know, a balance in it and like a truth in it or whatever because there's so many people that are like you know I recognise that as well that's like oh he's a Gemini mm. can't trust a Gemini no you can't trust a Gemini but oh, yeah. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> not kidding no but, but Gemini they say that because Gemini is the sign of the twin that a lot of they've got dual personalities and not that they're it can be deceptive in a way but sometimes a lot of Gemini people um they can be perceived one way and it could be completely opposite to who they are. They have a really skilled way of protecting themselves and not actually shown there. There is. Um, there is. Like, 
you can have a diehard Christian who's just a complete, like, like I'm kind of a Christian myself, so I don't want to say it. Yeah. But, like, diehard Christians can be tools. Yeah. Yeah. But then there are ones that are like, yeah, like, like everything's cool. Like, the Bible tells us to love each other. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But that's it. It's like in anything, there is, you know, things will always be ruined by extremism yeah. and not even necessarily to like religious extremism. But there's people who go too far in everything um, or even even just like from a spiritual the spirituality realm, you know, people have been like, oh, I'm spiritual and like, you know, I'm just so Zen and stuff. And that's actually not real spirituality. Like spirituality is a very um, intense, dark road because the whole premise of spirituality is having the uh, strength to sit back and look at yourself and uh, see your failings, see your, you know, um, your see all the good and the bad that's mm. you and your character is and what you need to change and all that kind of stuff well, but the last mini question this is go the, on this is actually, go on last mini, mini questions i'm gonna is, make my yeah, we need to this, run this real quick. Me. you're this gonna have to hop in that car no, very soon i have to is, go this is my this is question for me just yes me. can you get me commentating on a fight card <laughs> i tell you what if you put into practice okay. an attempt okay. to do some kind of commentary, yeah. whether that be, my suggestion to you is you're not going to walk into an event. Possibly not. Unless you're doing it for free and it's a small show, which yeah, I, true. which I, that could be a hustle. Yeah. What I would recommend that you do is set up, because you're two nerds on your computers. Thank you. Is what I would do is I would set up some kind of a YouTube channel or something on your thing. Or something on my thing. Yeah, and I would have watch fights come in here, watch fights, put them on thing, and I would commentate over them. Okay. So you have to show people of that course, you're willing and able to do the job. So that would be my voice to you. And when you do do that, send it to me. And then we'll, we'll and talk. Then, we'll work. And then if you're shy, I'll go, yeah, I'm going to pass that on and I won't. Okay, nice. Or if you're good, I'll say, you know what? Actually, there's a bit of something here. I could. I'm, I'm no, I'm kidding. I, I will give you a dig out, but nothing, nothing in this life gets handed to you. So Class. you have to put it together. And I wouldn't want it like that. Exactly. Yeah. You need to be able to send me something that I can send to other people in the industry and go, do you know what? Give this kid a shot. And that's one thing. Referees, MCs, commentary teams, maybe not presenters because there's a lot of presenters coming up now. Um, but definitely like commentary teams, refs, there is a lack of younger generation coming Ooh, through. Get me through there. And it's like a lot of older people, you know, that the same people get rehired. So there is an, a niche, a gap in the market. So get your shit together, hey, Christian. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get go. Shit together. Right, get cool. shit together. Well, you can look into that camera. You can tell the world what you have going on and what's coming next for Lydia Data. <sighs> what is next for me? Well, I'm currently working alongside Fight Zone, a boxing promotion. I do all their ringside interviews. So you can catch me. When does this go out? Thursday. Okay, so you can catch me uh, on the 7th of April. I'll be in Newcastle and if you want to watch it from wherever, it is on the Fight Zone app. Um, and then, that that's it for now. And the, the First Exchange podcast will be back very soon. I'm looking forward. Um, but I just need to get some spare time. Uh, but yeah. Perfect. Well, that's all for this week's episode of the podcast. I'll see you guys soon. And peace. peace. <laughs>